BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hello, Doug Mellard. Hey, Doug Benson. How's Texas? Great. Our guest today. (laughs) (laughs) How is it going there? It's awesome. It's nice. Yeah. Cool for Texas. So, hell yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, the weather's flipping everywhere, you know, like, uh, well, not everywhere. California's still hot, but, you know, you get the idea. Um, extreme weather events, but that's not what we're here to talk about. (laughs) Anything can come up on wide world of dogs, but we don't, we don't seek out topics like that. Our guest today is a longtime friend, stand-up comedian, host of several ongoing podcasts, including dumb people town with the squad bros. Do you listen to podcasts at all? Doug Mellard? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> so you've heard that one, Dumb People Town? Yeah. All but, right. Well, because this is kind of an audition for you. Maybe, you know, if you have good banter with uh, DVK, he can uh, invite you over to DPT. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's made many appearances on uh, Doug Loves Movies as himself and... Of course, Mark Wahlberg. It's Thursday, July 15th. What, did you say something? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're going it's, crazy. It's Thursday, July 15th. I know, I've, I've been getting out of the house and it's driving me mad. I'd rather just stay in. It's Thursday, <laughs> July 15th, 2021. And uh, we should have said this uh um what the fuck <laughs> we missed our uh, we uh, we missed our anniversary is my point oh. we're like a yeah uh we didn't do a show last week because i had this weird ass sneezing fit right when we were supposed to start and i said can we just punt this and um yeah and so i was supposed to announce on that show i think that it was our one year anniversary so uh, happy anniversary doug we've been doing this for a, a year you too, dude. <laughs> we started but now we're back in the world. Yeah. And uh, let's go to work. Hello, DVK. <laughs> Hi, friends. 
That's the first time I've done that. That's the first time I realized that I could extend the song with the name of the guest. And that was, that was beautiful. It works. But maybe next week, who knows? I might just keep in hello DV cake. Just be like an inside <laughs> joke. Uh, you know, just like, uh, you know, a, a Carol Burnett pulling on her ear, me sure. just saying hello DVK. That's a nod to you specifically, but all the DVKs in the world. Yeah, right. and that's also Carol Burnett's mom's name is DVK. So, no. you know, that's true. Sure. <laughs> sure. I just that's love not, the, I I've never the, heard a person think. with facts right. come back with sure. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. I, you don't know that it's not true. That's the that's that's what this. And that's all you on. need these days to not yep. know that it's not true. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't I don't know anything about science, so I don't know what this is. This climate change, so I don't I don't believe in it. Exactly. I'm not gonna I'm gonna study to find out about a thing I already don't believe in. What did I look like an idiot? <laughs> um, how's it going, Daniel? It's going good, my friends. It's it's uh it's good. It's like you know, we're um you kept pretty busy uh through the pandemic and 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 Doug, I bet you did as well. You guys can figure out who I'm talking to, but um, <laughs> we started this pancake pancast pandemic past. Oh, I love a good pancake. Yeah, we started <laughs> it over breakfast during the pandemic, so that's why it's a pancake case. That's awesome. <laughs> and um. um so yeah. it feels good to have like good things. You know, I was busy trying to do a whole bunch of like digital shows and stuff like that, but now to like be busy to working on, on being back out on the road and stuff, you know, and we just did like some in-studio stuff with Rory and I for pen pals and same for dumb people town. So I don't know, just things are feeling good. I'm glad I'm happy. And I feel I'm, bad. I feel bad for the people that are at the part of their career where the pandemic really like kind of stops some momentum and they may oh, have wow. some trouble, you know, getting things going again. Cause I'm, I've been just absolutely delighted at, uh, you know, uh, I'm not, you know, going to pack coliseums or anything, but just the fact that, uh, you know, uh, basically work is back to, you know, pretty much what it was pre pandemic, you know, and I'm taking it easy. I'm not doing a ton of shows, but, uh, all the ones I'm doing and the, and the ones I've done so far have been, uh, super fun. The people that come out are like, the right mix of uh, comedy fans and uh, adventurers. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing though, about like Douglas movies, dude, it's, it's, it's such a, like the live version of that show is such a, such a hang, like for the audience, as much as the people on stage that it's just a, I think it's a vibe people really want. Like it's a low threshold for a good time. Like you don't, you know, it's not even like getting all jazzed up to like dance around a concert. Like, no, you're going to go to this comedy club or this alt venue and just, chill out with a whole bunch of other like fun people who are going to have fun together doing this show. So I'm, it's I'm, a, it's a uh, no pressure part-time, you know, it only takes an afternoon cult, right? You know, you just get all the cultiness out, you show up and you sort of worship movies with me and nobody gets hurt. You make a new friend or two and you join up again at a later date. Oh yeah. The, the pressure, the pressure in cults is what makes them dangerous. So, right. If you can get that. your cult out in the afternoon and still have your Saturday night, that's a great cult. No, the people that come to see Douglas movies, they love the show and they become friends with the, each other, but they are individuals. They're very, all very, uh, different and special. Yeah. And, uh, I almost said snowflake, but we can't say that anymore. 
<laughs> They're special like a snowflake. Fingerprint. Is that better? They're special like a fingerprint. No, because then you get all the people that are upset about crime up in your face. Um, people that don't want to be fingerprinted, you know, those people. Yeah, that's a huge faction of the, of the population, too. Growing. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad everybody to listen to this podcast has to be fingerprinted because it really makes me feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's get into your name, buddy. Growing okay. up, Daniel, how, how was it? Like, that's your given name, yes? Yes, yes. I do use my, my current name is not my given name, but the Daniel part has always stayed the same. Um, so, yeah, Daniel, uh, Danny, to anybody who grew up with me. My entire family still calls me Danny. And then friends, uh, like you guys, call me Dan. And then people that I pretty much exclusively have a working relationship with tend to call me Daniel. So that's why I go Dan or Daniel. Cause I feel like I'm in both categories. You, 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 it is, you are very good at it. Like you will say like when we do a show, you'll, you know, a lot of times you'll bring me out, you mix it out in the bring out, but you'll be like, uh, you can see Daniel Van Kirk on tour right now. Like you'll, you'll do it that way in the professional context. And then during the show, you'll be like, Dan, that's not one of John Goodman's movies. So yeah, you, you know, you know when to change gears with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you thought he was in black Swan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he played the mom in black Swan. <laughs> no, he's the mom in baskets. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, my, f like, I never really, I just got asked, um, uh, by my uh, assistant and friend, Lissa, she was like, did you have a, like a make fun of you name? Like was, did any, did people change your name in a way to like tease you? And I never really did. Nobody ever, I never had like a, a tease name uh, with, with Danny or Daniel. I was born Daniel Nall. And even that leaves little to do with. <laughs> that just, I, I know, you know, I'm sure your parents are lovely, but um, uh, <laughs> it's just so, it just sounds like something's gone wrong when you say Daniel Nall. Somebody like you stopped writing while filling out my birth certificate. Um, <laughs> or they just like, they just like, we're so tired from the birth. That <laughs> exactly. They started to... <laughs> Yeah. but that's uh, the last name which was already in play so they didn't really make that up on the spot right, but right. Uh, what about middle name was your middle name of any consequence robert, robert. So okay that's so that's terrible. so robert the ert into null isn't as bad as daniel null right um right. but you, you know you're not going to run around going i'm daniel robert null you know that's too much work well see he split when i was chris null split when i was like 10 months old so I was just my mom and, and her parents, like really and her brothers and sisters, like they, that's like, that's who raised me. So from a child, I was always like, well, I kind of want my last name to be Van Kirk. I feel like that's, that's like a hundred percent to blame for who I am as a person. So they should get all that notoriety. Um, and so I, it was like, I think 18, I started using it, but it wasn't until my thirties that I legally changed it to Van Kirk. But well, you're just lucky that Van Kirk is so regal sounding. It does sound better, right? Because they could have had a dumb name. 
Oh, I know. And I would have taken it no matter what it was. Yeah, you'd be like Daniel Beagle. Yes, like Daniel Harkenfarker. Harkenfarker? You pick Harkenfarker over Nall? Oh, my God. Could you imagine if you saw a marquee Harkenfarker all weekend? You'd go see that show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, first of all, they'd run out of room and it'd just be Harkenfark. And then... Uh, Harkenfarker does sound like a midnight. Harkenfarker. Yeah. Kirk Farker, um, <laughs> Daniel, no, Daniel Robert, no. All right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you got out of the null business, and it's uh, it's been really well, great. Not out of me, to be fair, but yes, I eventually left the company as well. Um, <laughs> but then it wasn't until I got so that name, like it for all uh, intents and purposes, that name is null and void. There it is. Hello? It Hello? Is. Hello? I think I lost the connection. No, Where's the can't. laughter? Where are the smiles? There's smiles. Uh, <laughs> so it wasn't until my mid-20s when I got my first real good uh, username to make fun of me. That was when a guy named TJ Anarino, who's a great guy, he called me uh, Dan Van Jerk. Oh, nailed it. Nailed it. That is, that is real good. That's like yeah. that's like in the movie about snobby people, there's a character named Daniel Van Kirk, and then that's what the the hero of the story calls him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I did I never knew this would be a thing until I started going as Daniel Van Kirk that uh people love to go with the DVK. That was never a uh thing I thought of or you didn't of. push it. No, I never have. And there are people who, there are people who, like, I, I'll probably meet someone this year and within a few weeks of knowing them, we'll probably drop a DVK. And so, I mean, I've definitely embraced it. It's, it's a, such a clean initials, but. Yeah. But yeah. those are people that remember full names, you know, because also it is a pretty memorable name, but you got to really, you got to retain yeah. it correctly to come up with DVK. Yeah. 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 And I don't you think know. you've ever called me DVK. I just did a second ago. I know, but prior to this, <laughs> on, this on this show, I did. But that's because, like you were saying earlier, there's a professionalness to changing somebody's name on a show when you refer to them. As yeah. long as the people understand who you're talking about, so I will. I will nickname it up sometimes. Isn't that right, Melly Mel? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mel Mel, are nice. you there, Mel Mel? <laughs> What, why is it that DVK is so clear? Like I'm DKM. That sounds horrible. DVK really is so great. I think it's kind of like what Doug was saying about how Robert like lends itself better to not like your, the sounds roll together. Like D yeah. you're already, you're already there. And then the K like stops it, which I think feels gratifying. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it always feels good. Uh, oh, I, I don't tell you guys that. this about my name. This is a big one. Um, and it has nothing to do with last name at all. But I, I will say that um, it always feels so good to say a name, like to say a word and know that y there's no doubt that the person understood you. Like, you know, when you're like on the phone and you're like um, P and you feel like you have to go as in Peter, because you never know like what they're catching out of that. Like DVK, I just feel like it's so defiant in like what it is. It, you, there's no mistake, yeah. which does me dovetails into this. One of the reasons I started going by Daniel is I realized um, in like loud, loud bars, loud parties, concerts, um, 
people from any language. Daniel can be pronounced by literally anyone from anywhere. And it is so much easier to understand. Like if, if we were at a festival and it was some packed after party and you, one of you guys introduced me to somebody and I say, Dan, a lot of that times that can get lost. If I go Dan Van Kirk, I'll get like Dave, like people, <laughs> Dave and Kirk. Um, so Daniel really like is, I just, it's muscle memory at this point I will always introduce as Daniel. And then sometimes people go, Oh, they called you Dan. I thought you said your name was Daniel. I go, yeah, that's just always, it's just so much cleaner when I introduce yeah, oh, no what they heard. And like, if you're, you know, um, I hope this isn't come out weird or whatever, but, uh, a lot of times, like when I would take cabs, like in Chicago or New York or here and, and you, uh, a lot of times people from other countries tend to like take those jobs and have those jobs. And so I found that like, if they would ask my name, Daniel was just clean. They just knew exactly what I was saying. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> we, Doug is pretty good too, right? Like you never, uh, mostly, but we've talked about it. Like we get Greg, you know, in a loud bar or uh, okay. I shared with uh, Benson last week that, I got, I, I was ordering a breakfast taco and some, uh, the woman yelled dong. She thought it was <laughs> dong. I was like, cool. Yeah. That's what happens is one person will write it down and another person will read it. That, that could be an issue. Yeah. And, but like, I just got another D O U G H, uh, or no, I just no? got the pronunciation yeah. from a, from a Postmates guy. Like it just, uh, it just happens. It's just, a you know, it's definitely a cultural, you know, international yeah. thing, but also just the name Doug in most circles, you don't really need to know how to spell it to get by. So when it comes up, it's tricky. So I, I will just often jump to spelling it early and hope that the person's not one of those people that looks at you like, I know how to spell Doug. Like, is your name pronounced differently in any other languages? It's not even, I guess, do we figure out what language it like started off in the like very Luge? beginning, Doug? I, I think it's like Norwegian or something. <laughs> yeah, well, but like, is it Doch in other, or is it Doge in other languages? Hey, listen, it's my mother you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't really have the answers to that, but uh, you know, because I don't think Daniel changes at all. Yeah, I just think Doug doesn't translate a lot of places because as I mentioned before on the show, like in my Spanish class, the teacher had to ask me my middle name. Cause there's no, they call everybody in the class by their Spanish equivalent. And it Doug doesn't have one. Ooh. <laughs> is, is, oh, wow. So I was Esteban and I wouldn't answer. And he'd say, he'd come right over to me and go, why aren't you answering? I go, cause my name is dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just say it in an accent, but, um, <laughs> that was a good accent. It never great. happened. Yeah, I didn't even know how to. That's how, not you know. It's just not a. The name has no. There's nothing exotic about it whatsoever. No. Douglas at least sounds like somebody that you probably don't want to be mad at you, like a, a general or right. you know, somebody that's going to be great in a debate. All right, so great in other languages. What's that? I bet your guys' name sounds great. Like even Douglas in another language is probably like Dulas. Like I bet it's a cool sounding name. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't care for that do sound. I but know, Daniel, I... um, where are you at with the, the uh, Elton John song, Daniel? Love it. I saw him in concert. 
I think at the end of 2019. And I didn't think he'd play it because I don't think it's considered one of his bigger hits, but I absolutely love it. Did you know it's about a kid like if I should know this, but it's either going back to or coming back, going to or coming back from Vietnam. Dude, dude, it is. That's what it's about. But he and that guy, Bernie Taupin, he Bernie would write the lyrics. Yep. Tell Eldon what it's about. And Eldon would, you know, sing them. And Eldon would come up with the, you know, what I think are amazing melodies. So, you know, you can can pretty much say, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the, I was just, I went into a deep dive of Elton John lyrics and I don't care for them. So um, (laughs) a a lot of them. Uh, And also he just sings them in a way you can't understand what he's saying. So you you have to look it up to understand uh, that he's singing, you know, like mohair suit. So uh, (laughs) Elton does not have a brother named Daniel. Nope. It's about a Vietnam vet. uh, But they cut that verse. Like oh, I didn't know that. he decided not to have the verse about the vet. Uh, so there's a line, Daniel's traveling tonight on a plane, mm-hmm. but then it ends up saying that he's going to Spain and there's no I explanation. The red tail lights heading for Spain. Oh, <laughs> pretty good. I know guys. I know I'm, it's a natural. Yeah. <laughs> Which is another lyric that I never knew. I always just heard, you know, you know, he said it his age. You know, like I didn't, his head is insane. I didn't know what they, I didn't know what Elton was, was saying. But anyway, I just like, but my, another great Elton John lyric is the one that they, you know, they sing it. Oh, what's the song where he goes, uh, oh, where he goes, if I was a sculptor, but then again, no. He's like, just, he's as he's writing the lyrics, he doesn't have to put in the part where he disagrees with his own. Scratches out the lyrics. <laughs> but then again, no. Or a man. Yeah. Makes pictures in a traveling show. Hey, what do you want to work this shit out and then make a song about it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't edit live. <laughs> That's for podcasting only. Like Elton must have looked at Bernie and went, is this a draft? Are you going to put in something instead of, and then again, no. It's like that one song, uh, you and me and me and you, uh, you know, no matter how they t- it had to be. And it is a part in the song where they go so happy together. And then they must've run out of rhymes. Cause the guy just goes, so how is the weather? <laughs> <laughs> what? What is it? Who wants to play tether? Yeah. <laughs> Have you met my friend Heather? <laughs> oh. Um, I was named after a song. Now we're getting somewhere, and it's not Daniel by Elton John. I no, think I think Daniel it's the most song. obvious choice. If you were uh, another song with Daniel, Doug, do you have a guess? I can't think of another Daniel song. Daniel, if you're gonna maybe, have a boy, is it Danny? Oh, Danny boy. Oh, wow. yeah, the pipes, well, the pipes, like one of the saddest songs ever. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. Uh, no, it's like, it's never, nobody ever busted out of a place where people are happy. No, it's a and wake it, or something. And, um, my tied for first with when Harry met Sally, but my tied for first favorite rom-com returned to me at the end of it, Carol O'Connor and Robert Loggia and uh, forgive me for not knowing the other two gentlemen's names. Um, they sing, Oh, Danny boy. And they sing it appropriately. So sad at the end of that movie. Um, but also like really beautiful as well. He's doing it with the full Irish dialect and everything. Yeah. My mom loved that song. And so she named me Danny boy after it. 
And then she told me that when she passes away, she wants that song played at her funeral to which I said, do you think that my other two brothers would find that to be a little <laughs> on the nose towards one of your kids? And she's like, just tell them it's for all my kids. I'm like, you tell them right now. Uh, yeah. Get that out in some sort of memo. Yeah. Otherwise it's just going to seem That's like what's I going on here. Boy played at my mom's funeral and not include my other two. <laughs> what are your, what are the other two gentlemen's names? Matt and Vance. Okay. So for Vance, um, they could sing I, what maybe a Vance joy song or isn't that song isn't there a song called like vannon well i know it's a documentary but i feel like you yeah. got me to watch or maybe i told or just you know like a disco song like dance 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 and the dj yeah. could just say vance that would work <laughs> yeah and then who's the other one again matt, matt. or matt matt, matt. is there a good matt song a matthew song some uh, biblical song. There you go. Yeah. I uh, don't know. Matt, 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 Matt. Yeah, I can't think of a good Matt. Matt I mean, you could just go Matt's in the cradle in the silver spoon. Oh, I like that. That's really good. <laughs> All right. We did it. We set it up so we that the funeral is going to have really sad songs mm -hmm. and one dance song. So maybe, maybe open with a dance song, then go to, uh, cats in the cradle and then wrap it up with danny boy and also i don't know what do they do just put a lot of plastic on the floor for all the crying that's gonna happen <laughs> no it's so do they sad. secure you know, the like, church or is it just suddenly like now you're the fucking ark and you're you know off to right. sea you gotta blow it out there's like an extended version of that song that's even more sad there's like a fourth verse that Good almost everyone's how sad yeah. do you need to be yeah, and how long can the, the pipes call for? <laughs> That's good. Exactly. Um, can, I, can I say something else? Or do you want to? Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You know what else happened to me a lot? And you guys tell me straight up if, if you would do this. You were talking about teachers saying your name. It still happened to me. Oh my gosh. I want, I'm forgetting right now the exact instance, but it, it, I want to say it was within a week ago. So it's been happening my whole life. Most happened with teachers first day of school. I get uh, Danielle. Oh. And I, and I, it never, I didn't like, it never became a complex for me. You know, when you're a little kid, like, don't call me a girl. I never had any of that stuff. The only thing it did was I, it made me think that my teacher was so dumb. <laughs> Were they? Like, they had to be right. Like Daniel is as old as the Bible. I'm not saying you have to put any credence in the Bible. I'm just saying it's that old and it's spelled the exact same way. Like just be like, how do you spell Danielle? Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause if you think it's this way, do you even know how to spell Rick? Like what? But you know, <laughs> were any of these teachers French? Nope. Cause it could have been Daniela. Oh, sure. Um, you know, I bet you there's some Daniels over there that just have an accent over the, uh, yeah. Over the, um, but anyway, doing it. I, that's a, that's a great, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> that is really a, 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 that's a wild one. Yeah. Um, I guess because, and I, we've talked about this before, sometimes people get on a train and they can't jump off of it. So like when they see me, they're like, Hey, Doug Stanhope, you know, because oh, they, yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. rolling through Doug. They're comfortable. They're doing it right. <laughs> and the brain just says, fuck you. I'm going to say another Doug. 
um, that happens to me from time to time and, you know, to him as well. Um, that's why Doug Mellor and I started this podcast together. Cause, uh, that way people won't ever do that to either one of us. Cause they, they <laughs> really know the difference. Um, it's one of many reasons. You never get DB. Nobody ever calls you DB. I get that. I get, I get, I get a real range of things because I don't, you know, I don't personally encourage, you know, a single nickname for me. I, you know, Doug, Doug feels like a nickname already. And Doug, you you don't get DM ever. Sometimes. Yeah. I've got a couple of buddies that will call me that. Do you, do either one of you have people in your life that are just last name people? Like they're constantly in a game of basketball being like Mellard, Mellard. That's a lot of comics. I feel like. Yes. Yeah. Comics do it. It's very true. natural. I don't know why that happens, but there's a lot of comics where I just refer to them by their last name, and I don't know where where that comes. You do from. it too. Oh, oh yeah. I think it's uh, you know locker roomy, or you know when you work with other people, you probably refer to them by their last name. There's something about compliments or insults with a last name have have more weight or sting, you know, depending. Yeah. And then you ever you you encounter like the the to me, which is like the most obscure kind, which are full name people. Like you always say their full name and everyone else always says their full name too. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And every once in a while you run across somebody that their last or first name sounds like their full name. So you like, okay, I'll play along and say their (laughs) full name every time, but you find out later, you're not even, (laughs) you don't even know what you're doing. There's even more to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say any examples though because uh, you know, there's a there's a there's a comic out of Austin, uh, Eric Krug that I'm buddies with, and I always just call him Krug, and it's such a like it's not a pretty name, Krug, you know, it's kind of it's kind of kind of nasty. But at our wedding, every time I gave a speech, which you know I had to give a few speeches, I would thank everybody, tell everybody I loved them. And I would always end every speech with, except for Eric, except for Krug, he's a real piece of shit. And I would point him out. <laughs> which is when you like, like him a lot. Yeah. And aunts and uncles would go up to him. Are you that piece of shit? It was great. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can't, I wouldn't be able to handle that. I'm glad I, I, you're not getting married again. I hope not. Anyway. <laughs> Um, cause I think I'd be invited to this next one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm never offended by not being invited to a wedding. Cause the great thing about not being invited to a wedding is you don't have to go to a wedding. <laughs> True. You just have to swallow it though. If you feel like you deserved an invite, mm-hmm. um, Dan Van Kirk, have you ever played a character named Doug? I don't think so. I was in this UCB sketch called the teacher's lounge. And for some reason, I feel like my name in that was Doug. Were you, did you play a docile, uh, easily beaten down character? No, I was like a, <laughs> over, like a, like a loud, Oh, a loud dumb coach. Yeah. Yeah. Out of, out of control, Doug, like notice me. I'm Doug. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's some of those. I, I find some people uh, that's how they compensate for being a dog is they, you know, they go into the, you know, they get kind of, uh, rageful. Now, Doug, you've played yourself, but DM, have you ever played a dog? 
I'm sure I played, you know, just a sketch thing with my own name, but I can't think of it. It's weird. You, you say that character was a coach. It's weird to think of a coach, Doug. That really? doesn't seem like a coach you'd respect. That's why, <laughs> that's why Doug Peterson got fired from the Eagles, probably. There you go. That's who I was. I was like, wait, I know a coach. Name. Well, there's like, you know, um, uh, Doug's can be a good, a good name for a threatening figure because it, it initially it's not a threatening name, but then you find out, oh, this person is a psychopath that just happens to be named Doug. Like, uh, like Douglas Niedermeyer in Animal House. Mm-hmm. I feel like Doug is a friendly name. Like I think so too. Patient to them and like, oh, it's my buddy Doug. Like that's kind of yeah. how you, nobody's ever like, that's Doug. I hate that guy. It's always like, hey, this is Doug. Like, oh, yeah, Doug's friendly here. for sure, friendly, but not not necessarily like also maybe forgettable and uh, you know maybe even uh, shy. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying that Doug Miller and I really came out of our shells and we're trying to, we're trying to coax other Dougs out of their shells uh, to try, you know, whatever it is you want to be, it's never too late, except for if it's uh, way too late. So you're a connected guy, Daniel. Yes. Uh, do you have any uh, first, or I should say second gentleman, Doug Emhoff connections? No. We want to try to get him on the show. We haven't figured it out yet. Doug Emhoff? Who is that? That's the second gentleman. That's a man that's married to our vice president. He's oh, the first time yeah. this has ever happened, right? Yes. He's our first second gentleman. Is he so the most prominent Doug, you think? He, right well, I'd call him the most prominent Doug, but uh, you you weren't familiar with him. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to say most prominent is probably uh, Dougie yeah. Fresh. <laughs> or the animated Doug, which I'm sure you guys have covered ad nauseum. Oh yeah, he's he's really big, but he's not. You know, he hasn't made an episode since he broke his hip. Oh, um, I have a dog in my family. Whoa, yeah, I'm related to a dog, and you, you know what? Great guy. One oh, of okay. my earliest influences on comedy. Like, still super funny to this day. Saw him at the family reunion last month, and uh, I love every time I get to hang out with Doug. And his wife, Sherry. But Doug's just like, God, he's a great dude. He had just officiated his uh, stepdaughter's wedding. So he's a little gregarious. And uh, he's, a, he's a great representative of the Doug name. So you I got think a, so. You got a good Doug in Rochelle, Illinois, holding it down. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we want to, uh, you know, uh, all the best Dougs. We want to know about them. We want to invite them to shows. Uh, we, we've got a show coming up. Uh, uh, in San Antonio Ooh. where, where Doug and I are going to do, we're both, I'm going to, you know, it's my show or whatever, but you know, Doug's been invited to join me there. It's going to be on Sunday, August 8th at the LOL comedy club in San Antonio. And I haven't worked it out with the club yet, but we want to set up something special for all the Dougs that attend the show. So if your name's Doug, uh, don't buy a ticket yet if you're going to come because we're going to try to set up some sort of deal or something. You have to prove your name is Doug when you show up. You and, and also the club might even... This, I'm just kind of spitballing here, so the club the club might just say, we can't do that. So, um, <laughs> so, so we'll, see what, big room, right? we'll see what happens with LOL? that. LOL? Isn't that yeah. that big yeah. room right behind the It's a team? huge room, but, you know, people are, uh, you know, a little bit shy about going back out. And also some, some clubs, I don't think this one does, but some clubs, you know, want people to 
mask up or proof prove oh, they're vaccinated you know there's all sorts of you know it's just different from every you know town to town venue to venue you know it just depends on everybody involved the people that own the venue the local rules you know who's breaking the rules mm-hmm. um but doug's you've known other than that guy and me and now doug mellard how what other doug's have you known man well, first of all, I should give his full name because my cousin Doug has a great full name. Like you can be like, oh, friendly guy. Like you just know, Doug Bunger. Doug Bunger, what a name. I know, right? Doug that's, Bunger? That's a cartoon. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like I wouldn't turn my back to him. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he is a bit of a jokester. Like he can be, <laughs> be a prankster every now and again. But yeah, Doug Bunger. He does pull um, pranks. Oh yeah, yeah. He's uh, pranksters. Like, they scare me. I don't. I don't. I'm not comfortable around pranksters. Oh, I hate a prank. I hate pranks, and I hate prank wars because then when does it stop? Like somebody just has to give up. So, no. No, I, somebody I, dies. I what's going to happen? That's what's going to die. <laughs> Man. So you I don't know. know. Oh, you know every, what? Worked, every war is about escalation. I worked at Second <laughs> City with a guy named Doug, and oh, okay. he was one of the most like just sweet and like super fun. Um, great guy. Uh, we would go like sometimes after shifts, we'd all go up to boys town and, and uh, he always knew it was like, you know, sidetracks had like one of the best rooftops. I remember him telling me all about that. Um, Doug, Doug was great. Doug and Anna, they were roommates and they were like a package deal of always a good time. So uh, I want to feel like you, you're still comfortable saying boys town. It hits the weird ear. Uh, it hits the ear weird for me. You know what? I was just thinking about this. So I was back in Chicago on the map, like on the, like if you zoomed <laughs> in right now to just East of Wrigley field, it'll say boys town and everywhere throughout the neighborhood. That's whatever like is on the like light posts and stuff like that. It's just boys town. It's like officially the, the neighborhood of the city. Like we're here, we just call West Hollywood, but it is Boys Town in Chicago. But if anybody tells me I have to stop saying it, I'm, I'll jump whatever you want. I'll say whatever you want. No, no, I think it's you know. I, I, now that you explained it, I, I feel better about it. I just didn't know if it was like an old. I didn't know if it was an old timey expression. It's just like because like right now in the uh, Oregon area, um, is it Oregon or Washington? No, up in Washington. There's an area near Seattle called uh, White Center where it's kind of a, uh, you know, it's a, not hippies, but, you know, it's a pretty chill community. And, uh, but they kept talking about it in the news. They kept saying White Center. And it just like that hit my ear so weird to like for anything to be named after, you know, it's just whiteness, you know, mm-hmm. even though, you know, who knows why it's called that. Um, where are we with Doug's? Have you thought of all of them? Let's see. So we had Doug from second city, Doug Bunger, Mm -hmm. my cousin. I don't know. I mean, I just, what did they nickname him? Dunger? I would just shorten the whole thing. Just call him (laughs) Dunger. I wonder, I don't know. Cause he's like, I would say like 10 to 12 years older than I am. So I always super looked up to him too. You know, when you're growing up, like he was so cool. But I never knew. Oh, yeah? I never knew him socially, like in his youth, or like what other people would call him. But man, you just did. You just admire Doug Bunger from afar. 
Exactly. And I was just <laughs> you just be, be like, like, holy shit, Doug Bunger. That guy's really got, he's got it going on. Yeah. Doug Bunger. Uh, Bunger. <laughs> Doug Bunger. Bunger. Doug Bunger. I don't know. I can't think of any other Dougs, but I guarantee. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I just pictured him saying his name like James Bond. Bunger. Doug Bunger. That's, That's great. great. I mean, you right? gotta, you gotta be able to pull out another, another one from your bunger. <laughs> it does sound like a King of the Hill character name. And I mean that with love. <laughs> um, yeah, I would, I mean, Doug, you're Benson DB, you, yeah. you're, I mean, I would, it's not hard to say you're, you're my closest hug. Yeah. Um, I'd say, yeah. You're my closest, even if your name was like Nathan, but you're, you're definitely my closest Doug. Oh man, do you think Bunger's going to be upset? That's what no. happens. <laughs> that's what happens with most of the guests because I book the guests on the show, and then uh, you know I tend to be, I tend to be their number one Doug, which uh, you know is, is a nice feeling, but also it's it's just keeps reiterating the point that there are Dougs in the world, but they're not uh, they're not ubiquitous. Um, do you guys respect a middle name Doug, or is it just first name or nothing? Oh, like we, we will have, we had like Justin, Justin Timber, not Timberlake, Justin Martindale's middle name is Douglas. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, he did. He did the show. I love him. You know, I mean, right now we're just having people on that we like just talking about names and stuff. And then we also prepare questions for you. We're running okay. a little bit behind, but we'll, uh, I think we can do this. We've got five and five questions written specifically for you, Daniel Van Kirk, and we'll, okay. we'll ask you them after the break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We're back. We've got five and five questions written especially for Dan, Daniel, Danny Boy, Van Kirk. <laughs> oh, I could get a lot of nicknames for you. The next time you go up against Sam Levine, I can list them all off. Like, a, Ooh, you know, yeah. I have so many, so many nicknames for Sam. You can make it like a real wrestling match. Um, you and I were in New York when we thought of the nickname Slam Levine because he's always slamming people on stage. He slams them hard with his trivia knowledge. Mm -hmm. um, but before we do the five and five questions, we would like you to eat some leftovers. Woo, I'm Last in. episode, yeah, we want, sorry for the yelling, but uh, we want <laughs> you uh, to essentially answer some leftover questions. Last episode, we didn't get to... Uh, any of our questions that we had written for Rory Scovel, uh, who was a great guest. That's why we didn't get to the questions. That's why we're running behind 
on your show, Dan, is because you're also a great guest. So would you mind answering his questions first and then we'll get to yours? I'll 100% answer his It's questions. a weird order to do things, to eat the leftovers before the main course, but uh, um, I think you can handle it. Uh, Doug Mellard, you go ahead and go first. Tell us, tell us your first question that you had for Rory Scovel. I wanted to know because he's in the upcoming film Babylon, which has an amazing cast, including Flea. I just wanted to know if he had ever worked with any other chili peppers. He has not worked with any chili peppers other than Flea. Uh, but he, his first scenes that he's shooting are of him and Flea together in the movie. Because, you know, technically, like Brad Pitt's in the movie, but I don't think they're going to work together. But they will, he'll always go, yeah, it's in the same movie as Brad Pitt. But Flea and him are in scenes together. So he is working with a, with a Red Hot Chili Pepper right now, probably literally as we're recording this. Whoa. The cast really is insane. It's, it's like everybody in Hollywood Roar. in it. Right. And then Roar. And then, but yeah, no, uh, Anthony, what's his name? What's the lead? Yeah. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be a weird casting thing, I guess. Opposite Brad Pitt, Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Anthony Kiedis is never going to top his work in the original Point Break. Yeah. <laughs> Which He's I heard, oh, you yeah, the whole band, right? Oh, I don't know if they're all in it, but I just know that he, you know, he's the one that gets his uh, his toe shot up. Yeah, I, I think it was the entire band. They're like that group of like punks. Yeah, it could be. It could be all of them. It's just you know, it's it's all moves very quickly. And I, I think there was some real trouble on then? set. Sorry, go ahead. The, no, I was just asking. So when Point Break came out, what was that ninety six, ninety five? Oh, I don't know. I'm terrible. Was already pop, right. Like they were, they were huge by then, or was it like this very? Uh, oh well, I'll like, tell you. It's an interesting you know. story. On the set, it was on the set of Point Break during a scene where they were doing stunts, and they, uh, you know, they get they get broken in on when they're like, you know, they're with their ladies and they're having like a mm-hmm. party, or you know, they're having like a so nobody's got any clothes on. So it was just the craziest thing. It's in the outtakes reel. They fell and all of their dicks fell into socks. And so ever since then, <laughs> they've uh, been kind of known for that. They like, they, you know, would go out on stage and they'd take pictures in uh, with uh, socks in their dicks because like, they, they tripped and fell, all four of them at the same time. It was like, yep. it's too bad they didn't make a TikTok of it, but, you know, they weren't filming. They were busy <laughs> falling. They were busy with their dicks falling into socks. Mm-hmm. That's uh, how they say hi to their mom, like Carol Burnett. You mean to make a dick talk out of it? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I did a poll on Twitter recently because, see, this is again back to me being annoyed by lyrics. Like, uh, you know, there's some there's some groups and some bands and some people who I think make beautiful music that I can listen to and I love very much, but that, like, you know, just like, you know, can you imagine if there's, like, a poem you hate having to, like, hear it over and over again just because it's set to music you like? Right. that's what's because that's what's happening to me but anyway uh so i did a poll on twitter i said who has the worst uh you know who has the worst lyrics and i said red hot chili peppers elton john uh the killers or uh banjo butthole <laughs> and guess what guess what 
What? Red Hot Chili Peppers got the most votes as having the worst lyrics over a band I made up called Banjo Butthole. <laughs> Banjo Everyone Butthole. thinks their lyrics are not as bad. <laughs> their lyrics that don't exist. Um, yeah. But also I thought of another one. I, a lot of the things, a lot of the lyrics in Pink songs drive me crazy. Really? You don't like yeah. Family Portrait? Pink's got some really, really annoying lyrics. <laughs> Okay, we're Maybe just a like bunch it. of we're just a bunch of little nitty gritty, dirty little freaks. What? 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's, let's keep wearing the socks on our dicks, guys, so no one will notice how bad our lyrics are. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't, but that's the thing is it doesn't really matter. It's only bad to you know. It's it's bad to me, but also I did feel. Uh, some vindication, though, that uh, you know, votes were thrown around to all for those artists, including the um, one I made up. Question number one from Doug Benson to Rory Scovel, star, co-star of Physical on Apple Plus TV Plus, uh, with Rose Byrne. He goes toe to toe with her, like she's the lead, and he is like right there most a lot of the time. So. It's very cool to watch him on there. I mean, it's cool to watch you on there, Rory. Um, is there an episode in the series where you don't, we don't see you naked? There is not. It, the the we were supposed to not uh, have nudity because it really didn't like pertain to the storyline for the finale. Um, but I fought pretty hard to be nude in that. And so we compromised and I guess it's a, it must be like a TV show or a movie making thing. They call it Winnie Pooh in it for the last half of the finale. I'm just in a like red polo shirt. And after a while, like I completely forgot, like they'd come in between takes and be like, here, you know, here's like a robe or like a towel or whatever. And I, I would totally, I'm like, if it's not bothering anybody else, like I'm fine. But then they'd be like, no, it is bothering other people. So they would make me put it on. But yeah, I have no bottoms for, but I do have shoes on. That is the only part that felt weird. It sounds it sounds to me like you made it a fun alley. <laughs> I mean, it depends on your perspective. And the HR person that I had to speak to didn't think so. But um, yeah, I was just trying to feel free in the moment. <laughs> All right, that's a that's a perfect answer. I'm glad glad we got to the bottom of that. There, because it is because it's most you know it's your ass. You know, I don't think we see your uh, you know. Uh, pork and beans. No, you won't. You won't. But it is a lot of my butt. Maybe some. Maybe a bean. <laughs> I mean, maybe. one bean. I, I haven't Effort. seen it. They might under have. bean. <laughs> under beans. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I saw some under beans. <laughs> I think maybe under there might have been some under beans because they really get in there on his butt. Why? Dude, I felt there were many times where I felt like I'm like they have to be seeing everything because they give you that little chamois to wear, but it is not. Uh, I mean, that, yeah, that thing, we ran uh, out right away and bought a smaller TV. <laughs> <laughs> I get it? I get it? <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead, Doug. Ask your second question for uh, a great Rory Scoville. All right, Rory. Uh, you starred in, you were opposite, uh, with Schumer and I feel pretty. And I just want to know, do you feel pretty? Oh, I, this actually kind of ties into the last one. 
I do feel pretty now because after like that many days on set being nude, you, you eventually just get comfortable with who you are as a person. Like you have to, well, I found out that not everybody else has to get comfortable with you as a person, but <laughs> you have to get comfortable with yourself. So after shooting physical, I do feel pretty. I didn't feel very pretty and I feel pretty, but now I did also, you know, in Dean, when I did that with Demetri Martin, I felt very pretty in that too. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah. I feel pretty now. It's good to know which ones you've, you know, which times uh, you feel pretty and which ones you don't. You don't really know that when you go through somebody's uh, filmography. Hard to tell. Yeah, it doesn't always come across. You don't have access to that info, so that's uh, that's good stuff. What was the question again, Doug? Do you feel pretty? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I just like to keep track of these things because I because I, I I like to write things down and then throw it into the garbage. Do you feel? <laughs> Pretty. Uh, okay. Um, oh, shit. Ah, oh, damn it. I'm not ready for my next question. I need, a, I need like, a prop. So uh, <laughs> let's stall for a second. Daniel, do you want to uh, hit us with some uh, plugs? plugs? What do you got to yeah. plug? So uh, Rory and I, or Daniel and I, depending on what context you're listening to this show, um, <laughs> We, uh, we have our podcast called Pen Pals, where people write us letters uh, about anything in their life. It's not like necessarily advice, but it's anything you write to a friend about what's going on in your world or something you're contemplating or whether or not you want to, you want to know what we think of uh, the type of dog you should get, whatever it is. It's just Pen Pals. We say it's your podcast. We just talk about it. And as of July 28th, our first full episode is part of the Team Coco Network. So, uh, we're, we're doing podcast with Conan, which is, um, a great thing that I'm still so jazzed about and can't believe, um, we'll have guests. Our, uh, our very first guest is Casey Wilson. And I hope people come check it out. We do two letters every single episode. It's light. It's fun. It's heartfelt and hopefully very comedic at the same time. They kind of go everywhere. And so do we, other than that, uh, I've done people town, a great podcast. I co-host with the Squar brothers. People can check that out wherever they get their podcasts. And then, um, I'm on tour starting August 11th. I'm going places like Chicago, Minneapolis, Florida, uh, mobile to New York, Cleveland, everywhere. Um, it's like 50 cities. So that all starts on uh, August 11th in Chicago, Illinois, but a Daniel van Kirk.com. For tickets, if the tickets live, the ticket links aren't live yet, you'll still be able to see exactly when I'm coming to a town near you or hopefully your town. So I hope people come out because I can't wait to be back. August 11th to when? Till the tour is scheduled to end November 19th in Rochelle, Illinois, and Doug Bunger will be there. August, <laughs> August 11th to November 19th. And uh, do you come like back to LA sometimes or yeah. is that just straight yeah. through? No. So like, I'll be back in LA like September 1st for a couple of weeks. And then I'll go out again for like 10 to 12 more days. And then I'll be back, I think for like a week and a half or two weeks in October. And then, uh, I the see. first week of November I'm, I'm here. And then I'll go back out and wrap up the tour in like San Francisco, Sacramento, maybe Petaluma, San Diego, Vegas, and then Rochelle. All right. Well, I'm glad we got all that in. That Thanks for letting me. I appreciate that. 50 yeah, city tour, one city per year. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah. And also, if your name's Doug and you come out to a show, I want to meet you personally. I can't tell you. Oh my god! In, but, uh, I would like to meet you. I'd be so happy if some Doug's friends went up to you and said hi. Oh yeah. I mean, it really is a passport to uh, conversation. Uh, I don't know oh, what much more after that would happen, but at least you, <laughs> can, you know, say hi and yeah. But I like having a reason. Like I was at a party the other night where there was, you know, a couple somewhat notable figures and, uh, you know, I had different levels of reasons to, you know, some of them I felt like comfortable just talking to, like I knew they'd know me. Others might remember me if I, I I think I have the right thing to say and other people I just don't know what to say or do to even start a conversation with that person. So I probably won't unless I get lucky and they're like standing next to, uh, you know, ask me to pass an hors d'oeuvre or something. So uh, what was the point of this story? You were saying it's always good to have a way in like, Oh, I heard you on Doug's. I heard you on the Doug boys podcast. Yeah. It's just nice to have something to say because it's already tough enough for people to go to a show and then just walk up to the person they came to see and just start talking. Like so many people tell me after, Oh, I went home. Cause I just didn't know what to say, you know, just say, good show. but DV, weren't you at a party once where like Brad Pitt was the person who tried to find something to say, like kind of inserted himself into your guys's conversation. And you were like, wow, this is not the way I thought that would go. Or am I misremembering that? No, I was, I was, I would not shut up talking to him until he just left the party. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, he was cool. I didn't leave completely because of me, but I just feel like he was just there alone and not just sort of making an appearance and then got too many, uh, you know, too much attention or more attention than he would like. I don't know, but he was super nice. And I, but I also, I, I touched him. I like, I, I still don't know why I touched him. I also touched Joe Biden once, but that's another story. All right. So my question number two for Rory was going to yeah. be, and now I'm ready to, to administer this question. You got your prop. Oh man. Oh man. We're so close to running out of time. Uh, the question is heads or tails. Ooh. <laughs> tails. Okay. Here goes. I love it. It's like radio play. Oh man, this is nervous. Tails, it's tails. Whoa, do it! And when you ask Daniel next week, I guarantee he says heads. No, we don't ask him the same questions. Oh, okay. Well, well, damn it! But I'm glad. Yeah, we asked you that one, Rory. We don't need to save it for Dan. Oh, I didn't know if it came up every once in a while. If you, (laughs) I'm getting lost. No, I think the flip a coin <laughs> thing was such a was such a hit. I'll probably never do it again. All right, question three from Doug. We got it. We've only got a minute left. Go, go, go. All right, you got a new project. Live without fear. Uh, what's the most dangerous thing you've done in your life? Oh man, um, what well, one time? Uh, Billy Wayne Davis and I. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to out the person who it was, but we were certain that this. Um, like Booker for this club was definitely going to kill us. So I didn't, I didn't, there. I didn't do it. Like I, but I found myself in danger and um, like we, I'm not underselling it when I say we had to escape. Like I thought we were oh going to die. Yeah. 
Is that Green Room, the movie? Yes, but with more dogs. Oh, my gosh. And the same amount of um, Patrick Stewart's. Did you get did you get paid? Yeah, we already got it. It wasn't even related to like it was like, hey, let's you guys want to hang out. And then things took a real dark turn. Oh, boy. Comedy. Ask me about it sometime. I'll tell you. (laughs) Or ask Billy Wayne Davis, because his version of the story is even funnier. (laughs) That is rough. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, thank you for trying to to, uh, eat all these leftovers, Dan. Uh, We've run out of time. But we got through some of them, and we appreciate you taking them off our hands. We're going to try to ask your questions to our guests next week. Our guest is, uh, you might know him best from House Flippers. His name is Steve Stuntsfern. Steve Stuntsfern? (laughs) Stuntsfern. And... uh, no, I don't know who the guest is going to be next week. But uh, Doug Mellor, do you have anything to plug? I will be at Secret Group in Houston, Texas, July 30th. Get tickets now. Hell yeah. Like it. That's a great club. Yeah. Great vibe. Yeah, so cool. Doug Loves Movies. Uh, Doug Loves Movies is taping again at uh, returning to the home of Eddie the Eagle, the San Diego uh, American Comedy Company. Uh, downtown July 31st at 420 in the afternoon. Uh, should be super fun. Fairly safe. We're hoping everybody, you know, shows up all show up all vaxxed up. I like to say, (laughs) thank you, Daniel Van Kirk. This was a fantastic hour. It was both, it was both sweet and salty. (laughs) <laughs> and um, I think everybody's going to be coming back for more. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> I'm at I'm at that weird part of the high where I'm not high anymore, so that's when I really sound high. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when I really like, oh, what's wrong with him? He sounds really high. Oh, no. I'm not, I'm not high at all. Um, as always, Doug People Town. <laughs>